You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to Comics with My Kids, the official podcast for the comicscornerbox.blogspot.com. I'm your host, Matt D., and with me today is... Logan D. We decided to go way back to the 1980s when I was a kid, and I used to read and watch a TV show called G.I. Joe. And what's really neat is that the publishing company IDW came out with Saturday Morning Adventures, G.I. Joe, A Real American Hero where the art and the stories are set within the television show timeline. So, Logan, do you know anything about G.I. Joe? Well, I know, like, um, quite a few of the characters. Okay, so you have read G.I. Joe before? Some of them. All right. Have you seen the G.I. Joe cartoon? Like, the first episode, I think. Okay. I'm going to give you a quick breakdown of the Saturday morning adventures of G.I. Joe. It opens up with uh, Cobra Commander after having a uh, his dreadnoughts go out and stealing a prize artifact, bringing it back to G.I.J. or Cobra's headquarters, and we find out that the artifact was in fact the genie lamp from Aladdin. Cobra Commander decides to rub the lamp, and voila, a genie. What's really neat is that the artwork and the storyline is similar to what you would you would see in the classic G.I. Joe cartoons. Did they have a genie in uh, the G.I. Joe cartoons? No, but they always had some kind of weird, uh, obscure kind of... Magic? Yeah, I would say some, some, there were some, some that had like magic in it or weird science or, you know, just some rather cartoonish, kid-friendly kind of stuff. So, Cobra Commander decides to use the the Aladdin's lamp, and uh, he gets three wishes. And, of course, there's the usual, you can't wish for someone to fall in love, you can't wish to uh, bring back the dead, Uh, and I can't remember the rest of the the usual rules. Well, in Aladdin, it was, you can't wish for more wishes. Oh, yes, you You don't know how many times I've seen that movie. Yeah. So, the first thing that uh, Cobra Commander wishes for is a giant android robot called a bat, which is a battle android trooper. Aren't those, like, usually small around the size of a normal yep. person? Yep, they're normally the size of, an, of a regular person, but this one's 40 feet tall, and he sends it out to attack the Joes. And, of course, you know, as usual, G.I. Joe flies in and duck tries to destroy the bat. Um, and then, of course, the end at the end of issue one, uh, you know, they they leave the the events of the bat attacking the G.I. Joes as the end of the issue, but they have what's called a, uh, they were um, public service announcements. Each ish, each episode of G.I. Joe, the cartoon, would have a public service announcement that would be, and they would end it with, uh, knowing is half the battle. And they, they, they tapped into that, and they put that as the last page in the comic. So each issue is set up like an episode of G.I. Joe, which is really kind of neat. So now the Joes have to basically battle Cobra Commander for these next this mini series as he has in Aladdin's lamp. So you basically I forgot what I was gonna say. It's okay. 
All right. He doesn't look very gifted. So, Logan, what did what did you think about the first issue of G.I. Joe? I thought it was cool. I liked it. Yeah? What's, uh, what did you think of the artwork? Uh, I liked it. Can you tell me a little more than just, I liked it? I thought it was cool uh, how they did the flames, how it was, like, half, like, partially orange and partially yellow. Okay. So you like the, the coloring and stuff? I thought it was neat that they managed to capture the same kind of cell animation that the classic 80s cartoon had. And it's almost like flipping through a cartoon uh, TV show. All right, so let's go ahead and hop on over to issue two. So issue two picks up right where uh, issue one boing, left off, boing. where the Joes are battling Cobra Commander and his giant's bat. And, of course, Cobra Commander uh, sees that his bat gets destroyed by the Joes. So he decides to have his next wish. For my second wish, I want upgraded weaponry for my most loyal soldiers, upgrades that can't do any harm to me. And then me is, is excla- an exclamation. Granted, it shall be as you say, exactly as you say. So with the upgrade, GI, uh, Cobra Commander thinks that his guy, his shoulders have, his soldiers have the upper hand. And as they're attacking people, people, uh, shipwreck gets blown up in a, in one of the sharks. And of course, Cobra Commander sees this on his giant teleprompter, which can see anything. Which I always thought was in- interesting that, you know, the bad guys had these cameras all over the world where they could see any angle possible. And of course, he watches as, uh, Shipwreck's Shark, which is, I can't remember what the acronym stands for. I'll have to look it up in a little bit. Um, but it blows up and after it blows up, Shipwreck comes walking out of the explosion. And of course, Cobra Commander is like, how is he alive? And the genie explains, it was to the specific terms of your wish, O Master. The G.I. Joe specifically referred to himself as me. You wished that the weapons have no power over me. Thus, the weapons cannot harm him. And of course, Cobra Commander yells, shenanigans, it's unfair! And then, of course, Shipwreck decides that he can, uh, let's see here. Shipwreck decides that he's got he's to continue to help out, so he jumps back into another shark, shark and takes off, and as he's being blasted, you know, he can't, nothing can harm him, and he decides to take the shark and attack the bat, and basically the G.I. Joes find a way to destroy the bat. Didn't they destroy one before this in the previous episode? Uh, previous issue? Yeah, I think they did. Did G.I.J.O.'s, like, upgrade or something? Uh, no, I think they found the weakness in the joints of the, uh, the android. Yeah, but didn't they, like, upgrade the bat in the second issue? Yes, that's part of the weapons upgrade. But they still, the bat can't destroy anybody named me. It's a game. It was, it wasn't part of the wish. It wasn't. I thought yeah. it was. Because the genie wanted him to wish that, but he didn't. I can't remember where he said it, but at some point, uh, Destro combined it. Alright, so Destro says, the force fields are running at peak efficiency, Commander. 
the opposition to the megabats will find them more than they did it themselves. They upgraded the force fields around the, the joints of the quote megabat. Yeah, that's what I said. Okay. So what do you think of issue two? I liked it as well. Okay. Tell me what you liked about it. I liked how the G.I. Joes were able to fight off like three bats at once. But they had to split up. Yeah, that was kind of neat that they divided the team up so that they could cover other spots in the uh, world that Cobra Commander was attacking. And what were those three spots that it attacked? Well, if I remember right, it was Washington, D.C., uh, Paris, France, and the third one I thought was the Joe Compound. You already said three. I said Washington, D.C. Yes. Yeah, Washington, D.C., Paris, France. Oh, in Tokyo, Japan. I'm sorry. Oh, Paris, France. I thought that was two different places. No. I thought they attacked Paris and France. No, Paris is in France. All right. So then the the issue ends. Uh, let's see. And of course, you find out that this was all a ploy, so that Cobra Commander could rob Fort Knox. Which is where the U.S. stores all of its gold. And then we end with that as Cobra Commander is laughing. And then, of course, we have our public service announcement, which I thought was funny because it stars Snake Eyes. And look, what do you know best about Snake Eyes? That he can't talk? Yep. So if you're giving a public service announcement and have the one Joe who can't talk, what do you think he's going to say in it? Nothing. Exactly. So the little boy pretty much figures stuff out himself by just looking at Snake Eyes, which I thought was rather clever. So thus issue ends issue number two. And that leads us into issue number three. You know, before this, we probably should have put in a spoiler alert. Well. Nobody went through two of them, leaving out nothing. Well, I'll put something in at the beginning of the episode. Alright, so issue three, the Joes pretty much learn where uh, Cobra Commander's base is at. Uh, because, I want to say, Duke was captured at the end of issue two? Yeah, you saw that in yeah. issue two. Okay. I can pull this up for you. Okay. Sorry, I'm just kind of giving a cursory run through these. Right there. Oh, okay. The bat captures him. He takes him to Cobra Island, where we learn where Cobra Island is at. And so the Joes decide to mount a force to rescue uh, Duke. Meanwhile, at the Cobra compound, Duke is thrown into a pit, and he has to fight against uh, these uh, this gladiator beast and a bunch of other gladiators. Does he actually fight the gladiators, or did the gladiators help him fight the beast? I think they kind of help him, help him fight. They help him fight the beast, because it's such a big creature. And then, while he's fighting, he manages to do some interesting maneuvers and knock the beast out. And then the genie is called forth by... Uh, Cobra Commander, and Cobra Commander 
wishes his third wish. You have the power to do what I ask to end the conflict between Cobra and G.I. Joe so that I may go on to my rightful place as ruler of the world, and I demand you grant my wish. Genie, my final wish. I demand that all members of G.I. Joe become true loyal members of Cobra. And of course, the genie can't do that wish because of the rules. Meanwhile, the Joes have attacked Cobra Island to try to save Duke. And this crazy power launches out of Cobra Base. Try and, let's see, what is it? Uh, let's see, the genie says, I warned you, you could have wished for any number of things, yet your ambition clouded your mind, and I'm going to give you your wish for a chance to end the conflict with G.I. Joe right here, right now. The genie takes a lamp and then disappears, and it's this giant battle royale between all the Joes and all the Cobras on Cobra Island. And basically it's just like a kid assembling all of his G.I. Joe action figures on, on, on his bed and just having them all fight together. That's at least the premise for the, uh, the next, uh, issue. I mean, it looks there. Yep. So. I like how they have it, like, two pages together. Yeah, it's called a splash page. Except, why'd they make the genie's face darker on one side than the other? It's probably just the way the coloring and the lighting goes. Maybe to represent the good side and the bad side? Could be. So, yeah, that's basically issue three. And then issue four, I think we should hold off on mentioning anything about because we don't want to spoil the story for everybody. Um, the question is, how will G.I. Joe get out of this one? And uh, what will happen to the Aladdin's lamp? You have to read issue four to find out. And you should probably re- read issue one, two, and three to get an expanded format. Huh? And pictures. Okay. Um, so, Logan, what do you think of uh, Saturday Morning Adventures of G.I. Joe? I think they were rather interesting. And I liked how they combined, combined the G.I. Joe with Aladdin. Yeah. That was an interesting idea. Uh, would you want to, would you like to see more uh, like Saturday Morning Adventures. Yeah. IDW. Yeah, I think it would be cool. It definitely taps into that, uh, that, that cartoon style that a lot of kids like. Tap tap. Yeah. So, Logan, is there anything else you want to add to the, uh, this previous episode of Comics My Kids? Nope. Okay. Okay, would you buy it, borrow it, or forget about it? For the uh, 40 issue miniseries. I would buy it. I like it. Yeah. So it's a buy for you. I would definitely say it is a buy. Because like I said. As a as a kid growing up in the 80s. Where I used to watch these cartoons. It definitely taps into that nostalgia. And it's kind of fun to read with you Logan. So you can kind of see what it was like. G.I. Joe cartoony uh, style book. But alright folks. Well that's all we have for today on G.I. Joe. 
look forward to hearing from you. So feel free to give us an email at uh, Comics with My Kids Podcast at gmail.com. Check out our Facebook page, Comics with My Kids slash Comic Corner Box. And uh, check us out on uh, our webpage, comiccornerbox.blogspot.com. I'm Matt D. I'm Logan D. Have yourselves a nice day, night, or afternoon. Say goodbye, Logan. Bye.